Welcome back to Eye on Health. On Dubai Eye 103.8. With Arab Health, where the world of healthcare meets. Pashmi Khar, psychologist from Thrive Wellbeing Centre, is joining us live. She has a special interest in supporting people going through fertility issues, PCOS and maternal mental health challenges as well. How are you, Pashmi? I'm good. How are you? I'm well. I find this this topic a bit upsetting because I definitely had probably more pregnancy anxiety than I was expecting. And I think it it mm-hmm. comes back to a little bit of, you know, what you expect versus what you actually experience around pregnancy, birth and that kind of fourth trimester newborn. I think a lot of people fall into the trap of thinking, oh, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be plain sailing. But it's often far far from far from the case. Can I ask you, what are some of the... Well, first of all, how do you define actually pregnancy anxiety in the sense that some is somewhat normal, but some can be problematic? Mm-hmm. See, it's, it's very normal to be conscious about your pregnancy, especially if it's your first one. More so if it's after some difficult experiences, such as miscarriages or difficulty conceiving. Um, it gets, anything gets worse when it keeps you from living your life, doing things the way you have to do and you plan to do for yourself and for others around you. What Basic sim- Sorry, go on. Go on. <laughs> Basic symptoms of anxiety usually are um, a racing heartbeat, restlessness, um, irritability, A lot of people also talk about crying, shallow breathing, muscular pain. So these things are very commonly visible, pregnancy or no pregnancy. And yeah, that's that's what um, gives a clear indication that this is getting difficult. What are some of the worries that you might hear from some of your clients? You know, when they you know, come to you and you start to unpick a little bit about what this anxiety might be about, what are you hearing? A lot of people, uh, when they are pregnant, they they worry about safety in their pregnancy. How can we make sure that everything goes fine? How can we make sure that the baby is safe? A lot of people talk about their delivery anxiety. How is the delivery process going to be? How painful is it going to be? What if there are any complications? Which process should I choose? There is also concern about after birth child care, um, how, uh, especially if it's the first one, uh, if they have no idea about how to take care of a baby, mm-hmm. there's a lot of anxiety around that as well. Oh, you're, bringing you're, it, cold- you're bringing it all back, Pashmi, you're bringing it all back. <laughs> <laughs> I used to get what, what my husband called scanxiety, so before every single, and we're so lucky here in the UAE that, you know, health, health insurance allows you to go and have regular scans. You know, I think, it, you know, friends in the UK who might get a scan at 12 weeks to, yes, confirm you're pregnant, and then mm-hmm. maybe at 20 weeks to have a look at, you know, an in-depth look at organs and, you know, gender, if, if that's something you want to find out. And here, you yeah. know, it was it was every month and perhaps even a little bit earlier, but I would sit in the waiting room just going, please let there be a heartbeat, please let everything be okay. You know, you know, just so worried. And actually Maria's asking about anxiety before appointments as well. So this is clearly something yeah. that's on people's mind. Have you heard this from clients too? Indeed, indeed. Especially with COVID coming in, mm. uh, things got even worse. I delivered my baby in the middle of the lockdown. So it was... <laughs> You lived this. It was, yeah, indeed. 
Um, are some are some women perhaps more at risk of anxiety at this time? If is there any, pre, mm-hmm. any predisposition to mental health problems or anxiety outside of this specific situation? Um, there are possibilities of predisposition. Um, one of the most important, most impactful predisposition is any challenges in previous experiences in terms of uh, conceiving or miscarriages. Once the person conceives after all those experiences, it's hard for them. And, and there is a very high possibility of anxiety coming in into the picture. Also, if someone has experienced anxiety, general anxiety, health anxiety before, there is a possibility of it showing up during pregnancy. I've recently worked with a mum who clearly has postnatal depression, but still so much shame around the issue and, and, and feels unable to get help. That shame actually is very real for an awful lot of people because whether it's postnatal or you know prenatal, as we're talking now, we, we see this kind of romanticized, almost specialized idea of, you know, the ideal mother. Oh, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm blooming in pregnancy and loving every minute. Or here's my perfect cherub and everything is perfect. And when the reality inevitably does not match up to these expectations, there's a huge gap there that can be really dangerous for, for an, awful lot of, an awful lot of women. And what tends to happen um, after the birth, Pashmin? What, what have you seen with clients it depends. Uh, a lot of clients uh, who can get some support after birth can deal with things. It, it gets easier if there is support. But the, if there is no support, if they have to struggle alone with, or if there is a complication after birth, things get very difficult. It can be traumatic. It can be um, the anxiety shoots up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it's it's subjective. Any advice for anyone, um, whether it's a partner looking to support um, their wife right now, or anyone who's feeling anxious about their pregnancy? What what would be your kind of number one takeaway? Um, for for the partners or someone who is um, both who is pregnant. Give me well, both. And, <laughs> okay. Okay. For both, actually, it's going to be the same. Usually the pregnancy or the anxiety uh, is, it comes through the thoughts and it impacts our body physically. So as long as they can have some exercise, they can relax their muscles in any way, that will help. And working on their thoughts, evaluating their thoughts, checking what's what's valid, what's real and what's not will help. Mm-hmm. Now, if if they can find someone who can help them with that, perfect. There are therapists out there they can reach out to. There are workbooks. So self-care is also a very important thing because with anxiety, with any kind of mental health um, issue, self-care is the first thing that goes out the window. Mm. Um, Once that comes back, a lot of calmness, a lot of sanity comes back in. A lot of control. You feel that you have control over situation. Pashmin, thank you so much for for coming on and sharing just how normal this is. You know, to have these worries, and I think mm-hmm. and, and a worthy reminder that, as you say, when it starts to overtake your day to day life and the way you function, then it is absolutely the time to get some help. Um, and you can be found at Thrive Wellbeing. Um, for anyone that does want to take advantage of some of those resources you mentioned, what's the best way of accessing those? 
uh, you can go on to the social media, look for Thrive Wellbeing Center. You can also go on our website, thrive.ae, www.thrive.ae. You're listening to Ion Health on Dubai Eye 103.8, delving into your overall well-being. With Arab Health, where the world of healthcare meets.